Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell, and there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Dahlia Ramahi. And I'm Jordan Dreyer. And it is nice to see you again. Thank you for joining us. Yes, welcome, welcome. Okay, so Jordan and I are talking today about our mindset and shifting and having breakthroughs and aha moments and all those awesome things that make you um, realize things about your life and you, and they click in a way that can create real momentum. Yeah, it's right, that, Jordan? that click that's, that's so, in a way, audible where yeah. you're like, oh, <laughs> so... Um, what were you just talking about, Dahlia? We were talking about health, and that, so, yeah. that's so relatable to most people. Oh, yeah, everybody. so very quickly. Yeah, I know I, I know that uh, anyone can relate to this, um, regardless of your age or physical health, you know. I, really quickly, I have been experiencing a lot of back and nerve issues the last few months that have limited my mobility and have created um, an experience where I live with chronic pain, right? And I and I am intentionally mm-hmm. speaking this way um, because I'm not attached to this experience. I am living it right now, but it is not my truth, and it is not the reality that I choose to embody as as me, as as the person I'm living. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is a part of what's happening to me, but I'm. I'm not identifying with it. So because I feel like when I identify with it, I get bogged down in the pain and um, the feelings associated with the pain. Uh, you know, all kinds of things come up for you when you're not feeling well. Right. Yeah. You feel vulnerable. You feel alone. You feel like nobody can really understand or relate, even though they say they get it, because uh, especially for those who experience any kind of chronic pain, regardless of your medical diagnosis, even if you've never actually gotten an official one, but if you know what pain is like. Yeah. So anyway, the point is, I finally made the connection between the way I live and the pain that I experience because the doctors tell me they can't do anything for me at this mm. point. And um, I uh, have to just learn to live with it you know, learn strategies to move better, uh, do physical therapy, blah, 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 all that stuff. And I'm not okay with that. And because I'm not okay with being told that, I, I put a lot of stress and pressure on my body, you know, and it's been affecting me worse. So what I was telling Jordan basically is that, you know, I have lived my whole life obese, overweight, Gaining weight, losing weight, dieting. We've talked about this on a previous episode. You can go back and listen to it. So I won't recap all that. But I've only ever thought about losing weight for my outwardly self, for the version of me that other people see. Yeah. Never for the version of me that I see. And even, like I said, guys, even, you know, self-improvement, self-development is a a progressional thing. It's not a one-and-be-done kind of thing, (laughs) whatever the expression is. It takes time. You're a work in progress, not a work in perfection. And so my whole point is this. Sorry, I don't want to ramble too much. But 
I had my aha moment when I woke up this morning and I realized the link between the way I live uh, and eat, you know, my nutrition yeah. and inflame and the inflammation that's uh, exacerbated in my back. And I know the two are linked. And for the first time in my life as an adult, I can really look at myself and not just say, because, you know, maybe at some point I also had the fake it till you make it. Like I yeah. tell myself it's for my health. Like, but I really genuinely finally it clicked that I believe that I want to lose weight and watch what I eat for my real health, not for the way I think people see me. And that was a huge shift for me. That was a big deal. And now I'm so excited about this pain because I can see the end in sight. I know that I'm going to do whatever it takes to navigate it. And I trust the process so much. And I'm so confident that I am going to have even a better quality of life than before this diagnosis, than before this pain even started. So that's what I was sharing. Yeah, like I know there's so many people that where they might have type 2 diabetes or mm. um, there's one Japanese movie that I watched of a lady with leukemia where mm. it's like once they start eating better, they like the, the disease, well, her cancer didn't end up going away, but like a lot of people will lose their like diabetes or whatever. Yeah. Like I've learned from talking to my Pilates instructor too, how Pilates yeah. can help with that. Oh, I love and Pilates. It is absolutely the best. But yeah. So yeah, just like lifestyle changes make a big difference. And you don't always need medicine in a way. Yeah, I, I agree. And what I want to say about the lifestyle changes that you so rightly said is that what have to come with the lifestyle changes is the mental shifts yeah. to make them permanent. I am someone who has made many positive lifestyle changes. I have lost so much weight. But I feel like it finally clicked for me that I, what I was really driven was something other than my highest level of awesomeness, whatever you want to say. That's yeah. how I see it. You know what I mean? It's, it, it was something driven by an external factor, which is probably this um, still uh, remnant of a self-limiting belief that I need others to validate me, to yeah. see me like one of them, and that in order to do that, I need to look like them, and that means being a certain size as everybody else and you know just being aware of where you're at mentally and the thoughts that come in go uh, in, into your mind is such a big deal because eventually one day you too will like me wake up in the morning and all of it will just click into place about why you're doing the what things that you're doing and why you're not seeing the results that you want to see so but I also want to talk about something you were saying before we got on the podcast so please share yes. that yes so I do work at a school and there is this is gonna be a, this is gonna be about emotions and I feel mm. like in a way I didn't grow up well because my family we didn't like express emotions we didn't go around sharing and of course we couldn't share negative emotions and so in a way I feel like I'm learning how to connect to people in general in a like a way I've never have and just watching other people and seeing how their emotions are not my fault like, as I grew mm. up thinking that my dad's anger and even his happiness depended on me. And so I'm just learning, like, I'll, I'll, I'll see, like, one of my coworkers, she was, like, angry about something. And then she was like, no, it's not your fault. It's their fault for having, like, used the work phone number instead of my personal cell phone number. And so even though she was mad, like, her telling me it was not my fault and then like I don't know there seems to have been a lot of occurrences of that recently where people are like no it's not your fault I'm just mad because this and and or like I, I love hearing the preschool teachers 
talk to the kids where they'll be like, thank you for using your words. Oh, you did such a good job using your words because they want them to not throw things. (laughs) And like a lot of it is like even with adults, like just adults that don't know how to use their words. Like that's that must be my dad. And (laughs) it's just so interesting how all this stuff is finally clicking into place where because people even. Yeah, like my mom back then would try to tell us. No, it's not your responsibility. And yet it always seemed to be like there was nothing. There was no evidence to point me because to the, the words other side. didn't match the actions. Yeah. Because as a young kid, you are subconsciously interpreting because of cues from the adults around you that and in fact, it is your yeah. responsibility, even though they would tell you it's not. And whether they intentionally mean this or not, they're gaslighting you, you know, and, and it, there's something yeah. to be said about it's actually some kind of behavior thing. Uh, the holistic psychologist talks about it that we shared with you once about uh, flight or flight and all mm-hmm. that stuff, trauma mm-hmm. responses that adults need to be so careful the way they talk to kids. Kids are not your friends, parents, teachers, adults in general. So you don't talk to them like adults. So when a parent might, so her example was when a a parent, like say a mom, would go to her kid, can you believe your dad is home late again? I wonder what he's doing this late at night. You talking to your kid that way apparently creates some kind of internalization Uh that makes them responsible for their parent, uh, parents feelings. And, uh, and, and, and they become this, they take on this responsibility that is a burden that is, that never should have been theirs to take on. So it's really interesting that you're talking about that because I just saw evidence of that very thing just recently. So I'm like, oh my God, this is so timely. Yeah. I mean, it's just nice to have these things clicking into place <laughs> finally. Yeah. And, or even like with acting too, in general, where I'm like learning more and more about how really a marathon it is and, and. Yeah. Like there will always be different jobs and people always talk about auditioning is the job and the, yeah. the like the voiceover jobs you get is like the cherry on top. And it seems to be coming more and true, also more and more true. Yeah. So there's another absolutely. thing that's clicking into place. What? That. Just oh, you're like saying this, that. that like, I thought, oh, sorry, I misheard you on the on the call. I thought you said and there is another thing. Okay, oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Just that like learning for real. What is this voiceover life? <laughs> Yeah, that's so awesome. And what do you think is the benefit to having all this click into place for you? What is what do you see as something changing for you? I'm becoming less afraid because like one reason it's hard for me to talk to anyone is because I'm like afraid of making them mad. I'm afraid Mm. of people being mad at me and because I think of them as my dad. And so I'm learning how to... Like, if they get mad, it's like, I didn't expect that. And, like, why are they getting mad? And that's that's not my fault in a way. And it's funny because even just in listening to books, like, I'm, I'm reading The Hunchback of Notre Dame right now. And, like, the characters telling each other, don't get angry. You, hmm. it's, it's, like, it's interesting to be like, oh, like, the anger is not caused by this other character. It's caused by the person who's getting angry. Like, it's their reaction. It's a reaction. And yeah, absolutely. And it's a learned trait. The way we respond to anger is a learned trait. It's not something embedded in us from uh, birth. Yeah, just that, that it really is a reaction and it's not Mm -hmm. in any way related to the person. Like, so maybe you step on someone's shoes and a person can be like, oh, it's okay. 
Or they can be like, you just messed up $3,000 shoes or <laughs> something like that. And so however they respond is up to them. Absolutely. You know, you just gave the perfect example. The other day I was on um, Instagram and I came across a beautiful little quote. Uh, I'd like to share it, okay? It says, A monk decides to meditate alone, away from his monastery. He takes a boat and floats out to the middle of the lake, closes his eyes, and begins to meditate. After a few hours of unperturbed silence, he suddenly feels the blow of another boat hitting his. With his eyes still closed, he feels his anger rising, and when he opens his eyes, he is ready to shout at the boatmen who dare to disturb his meditation. But when he opens his eyes, he sees that it was an empty boat, not tied up, just floating in the middle of the lake. At that moment, the monk understands that anger is within him. It simply needs to hit an external object to provoke it. So I thought that was so powerful because at the end of the day, when someone gets angry, it's not about you. It's the way they handle life and that anger is inside them. So while it may suck in the moment, yeah. we have no reason to take it personal. It says everything about them and nothing about you. Yeah, I was so... I mean, because even just yesterday, like somebody asked me to do a transcription, like really kind of last minute, and they want it due in a few days. And I was mad. And so like, I, I did my best to craft a good answer. And I showed my roommate to be like, is this nice? And she was like, yeah. And, and like the, the, the person's response was beneficial to me because I was like, maybe in the future, we start doing an expedited fee. I was like, so afraid to ask for ah, more money. I was afraid she was going to get angry at me. Yeah. And, um, but no, like I'm totally in the right, like, cause I have all these things planned for my precious time now. And, and cause I have, yeah. I have so many projects going on right now. And it's like, and now here's a thing out of the nowhere. I got to put my stuff aside so I can do hers. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that, you know, you're, you're recognizing your self-worth and what you deserve. And most importantly, because you're a business owner, you're treating yourself like one. Yeah. And so your voice is your product. Your mm -hmm. time is your service, and that's valuable. And who you give that time to needs to value it just as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so, it's, it, it, I just wrote a whole long blog that I plan to share at some point about the idea of getting paid with exposure. You know what I mean? And mm. I don't mean physical exposure, friends <laughs> listening. I mean, no, like I didn't even think about that. Credits or, um, I was just kidding about that. I know most yeah. people, but, but like, you know, oh, we'll put your name in the credits. We'll put your name as the headliner. We'll make sure to give you credit. Well, yeah, damn better. Well, sure, you're going to give me credit. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's this whole idea of self-worth. And also just remembering, like Jordan said, we don't have to take it personal. Like if someone tells you something like that for your business, if you're an artist or a solopreneur or whatever, a small business owner. You don't need to get mad and berate them and lay into them. You can be polite and professional and explain the situation like Jordan did. And whatever they choose to interpret from it and how they react is a reflection on them and not you. So even if she came back and said, hell no, Jordan, that's not a reflection on you. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point, if she just drops me from the transcription, it's like, okay. Something better always comes along. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm getting better at this, slowly, of not being afraid of people's anger. And it just helps yeah. whenever I do stand up to people, little by little. That's awesome. And I'm so happy for you, because that's such a big shift. Like, you know, I know that 
you know, it sounds like a small thing, but it's really not because anytime you can challenge your limiting beliefs and, and work around them and kind of free yourself even just a little bit from it because we mm -hmm. always end up regressing a little bit, right? So if you can free yourself a little bit and create that momentum, it's it feels so empowering. I love that feeling. Just like I realized how much I was so attached to how, till this day, how other people saw me because of my weight, you know? So yeah. it doesn't matter. We're all on our journey. Ah, oh, this is so exciting. I know. Empowerment. I know. <laughs> and it's just nice. And yeah, I know. Like I would say to everybody, really, the takeaway is be patient. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. I know. And like you're like, but I've been working on this for seven years or something. Yeah. And I don't know. Like I, I guess some people, like the Buddhist monks, whatever, they spend their whole lives in meditation, and and we we have to in a way also. Like we we're not going to be sitting around meditating all day, but like in, this is meditation. Yeah. Like constantly, like just plugging away basically, and working through working things out um, through silence. And what I mean silence, I don't mean like actually not using your voice, but like through meditating and deep breathing and journaling and seeking support when you need it and and talking it through with someone you trust who you know you can rely on for advice and guidance you know mm -hmm. um and I also think that when you put yourself in that position like I've been on this journey for well over 10 years now and the pieces come to you like a puzzle it's not all immediate and it's not all at one time Sometimes you realize one small thing about yourself that can help you improve. And there are like 20 other things that you don't even notice. But over time, they, you start to see the pieces and you don't know what the whole picture looks like. And then I'm telling you, when you do the work and you're consistent, one day you have your aha moment. You have your, you have your clickety click moment. And it's so, so rewarding. Yeah, like that's this, my takeaway. You know, and this won't be the end either. Like no. there, there will be other things that click for me in, in maybe a few years. But for right now, yeah, this emotion piece is what's clicking. Yeah, and if you're a spiritual person and you follow spiritual gurus or I don't know, like influencers on Instagram who are all about spirituality or whatever, a legit one is always telling you that you are a work in progress, that the learning never ends, the the self progression never ends, and if you are just improving and moving forward a little bit each day till the day you die, you 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 are definitely in a better situation than you were when you start before you started the journey. You know what I mean? No, I would so, say that anyway. that 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 is winning more than yeah, like the absolutely. money and the cars and the sex and the rock and roll. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. The sex and the rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. But you're absolutely right. They're all tangible things that, remember, society tells us means you're a success. And yeah. none of that honestly matters because as it comes, it goes. Yeah, I would say, I mean, because, like, I always think back to, like, tribal societies. And it's like, you yeah. want to be useful to your tribe. And how are you going to be most useful? Like, if you're, you are your best self. Yes. So, like, always improving. Not always acquiring stuff. Just that you are always going to be a better person. You're, you're becoming more patient, less angry or finding a way to let out your anger I don't know yeah I mean uh I know in Islam uh in Islam for those who are confused by Islam that's the Arabic way of saying it <laughs> I don't think it's but that um I don't no you'll be surprised and I don't mean that in oh. a like, condescending way but like sometimes a slight pronunciation will confuse someone for a split second so I just wanted to be clear <laughs> but anyway um there is a belief that um 
one of the gates of heaven, right? Because we believe that there are multiple gates of heaven uh, for different types of deeds and things that happen, okay? Oh. And, and for one's life. And one of them are is reserved for people to enter who have mastered their anger, who oh, have learned cool. to overcome anger. Because anger doesn't mean necessarily outbursts at your neighbor or hitting someone. That's a form of anger. But anger is something inherent in all people. The way mm-hmm. we react to it is a learned behavior from when we're really young, based on the adults who are raising us, you know? So, but yeah. it shows you how powerful self-mastery is in, in my religion. But I know that mine is not the only one like that, you know? So I think almost it's, all it's of just, them would be, really. Exactly. It, the idea, of, But you cannot be a self, you cannot master yourself without going on the journey of learning about yourself, accepting things yourself, and wanting to improve little by little over time. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, cool. okay, so that's all I wanted to say about that. I love this kind of stuff. It is, it absolutely lights my soul up when we get to share these yeah, kinds of epiphanies. I know, I know. So I hope you, if you have anything to share, any epiphanies of recent, or if you, there's something you're just working on, please let us know. We'd love mm-hmm. to hear from you. Yes, we want to hear your stories. We want to hear your uh, challenges and how you overcame them. We love you guys. Remember, go to bloomingvoices.com, bloomingvoicespodcast at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram, we're right there for you. See you next time. Goodbye. That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. And let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday. 